Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz, the 40 ounce connoisseur. And we in your ear holes fucking it up again. (laughs) (laughs) You in this hole. I need to be stopped. Um, So this week we are actually finally talking about our best of 2021. So you heard it. We're going to talk about all the movies that we've independently or together have seen um, in the last 365. And then we've talked about what well, we have a little list um, individually uh, of what the the 10 movies that we really just really fucked with for the year. So hold on to your boots. Yes, hold on to your boots, your butts, and your wigs because uh, 2021 wildly was a wild year for horror releases. We didn't even see them all. I don't know if everyone listening has seen everything that's come out because it's a task because there were at least like 50, 60, 70 movies. People are thinking like big releases and you know, we don't work in just big releases. We Mm -hmm. are into the motherfucking deep dives also. We want new releases, independent releases, what came on streaming, you know, even shorts, you know. We were into pretty much everything. And there were so many releases this year. Part of them were because they were supposed to come out in 2020 and could not. And they got pushed to 2021, like Candyman um, and some other things that got pushed, pushed. I think Antlers also got pushed. It was supposed to come out beforehand and came out in 2021. So I feel like 2021 was just booming with new shit. And I found a lot of shit I really liked. I really, I really liked. There were things that were hyped up and kind of bloated that I didn't enjoy as much. I can see why mm-hmm. people would like them, but I just was, wasn't, you know, fucking with it like that. Hey, man, throw these last couple of years in the trash. I mean, to quite be quite fucking honest, just as we do during the school day, it's over, man. Everybody's braided spaghetti sauce. It's done. They're just trying their best. Um, I But there were some movies in here that were entertaining. Um, overall, I feel like... Um, 
you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and give it like a gold star just because the year was shaky and the last two years was shaky. And like you said, a lot of the productions had to get pushed back. A lot of the movies had to like the release uh, dates had to be pushed back. People were really... um, in their bag about whether this should be like an in-person release or VOD release. And I'm honestly just like, um, number one, a couple of these movies, I was really holding my nose because we were forced to watch it in theater or you were, excuse me, you were forced to enjoy it in movie theaters if you wanted to see it as soon as it came out. Um, I do understand for the, you know, because things cost money and people got to make money and they really want to hold on to that piece of like, you know, let's experience the movie theater while we still can, even though it's a pandemic whooping our ass and we need that sense of normalcy. I'm getting it, girl. But also at the same time, like, when movies first come out, they should be available on VOD and in the movie theaters because it's not safe for us to all to be in the movie theaters at the same time. Like, I get that we want to feel like the nostalgia times. I like nostalgia stuff. I love nostalgia shit so much. I'm not geeked up to experience, you know, maybe a bug crawling on me in a movie theater. I'm not really excited to see that part. Like, maybe we could just, you know, do the regular shit. Um, and also, like, the, the all jokes aside, not everybody can physically make it to the movies. We saw how beneficial it was for movies to be available like instantaneously during the panty. Like, I know, I don't know how it looked numbers wise. I feel like some of these movies was actually making money. Um, but for people who have disabilities, for people who are sick, for people who have fucking COVID and still want to enjoy the movie, they can't do that if you make it only theaters only. Like, not a movie, not a secretly in the movie theaters with Corona. Listen, because they're trying to see Spider-Man. And that's not what I'm here for. Um, I feel as though, like, it doesn't hurt you to make it on. If you're, especially if you're charged, it's not like, I could see if you don't want to put it on a streaming platform, that I understand that. If you, because, you know, the streams are not the same as cold, hard cash or, you know, debit card swipes. I get it. I understand. But if you, certain movies, if you really want to see, if you're going to put it, like, for example, I wanted to see Scream and I couldn't, I didn't go see Scream. I haven't seen Scream 2022 yet. I mean, I might have seen it by the time y'all hear this because we're recording this a bit early but I don't know when it's coming out so I don't I'm not I, I don't have it's not in theaters anymore so I don't even have the option to rent the motherfucker because my purse is open that's not the problem my purse is open I knew too, way too many people were going to be out here trying to see Scream and the Omicron was out here beating everybody ass touch and I didn't want that <laughs> I just wanted to you know experience it you know real relaxed like and I couldn't do that so I haven't seen it and I'm you're not about to force me into the theater that's you think you're gonna bully me into the theater because you're not about to release it baby the movie not going nowhere if all movies release in the, not all movies but a lot of movies release in theaters they almost always have some kind of VOD DVD kind of thing afterwards and honestly I think that's what makes a film great if it comes out in theaters it pops but then also it comes out on DVD and streaming and everybody's still on it it's not like oh it had its run for three weeks and now nobody gives a fuck about that movie you want that your movie to be the movie where oh we about to we saw it in theaters we about to buy it on DVD Blu-ray we about to stream and get the code and do all this other stuff mm-hmm. also like you want your movie to have rewatchability that's what makes it good yes it hits the target sometimes because sometimes people make movies that are like yeah this is dreadful whatever but you don't want to watch it two times girl it should be able to be be popping and I can watch it at home 
also. It shouldn't just be a need to have a theater experience for this to hit because that's not everybody's reality. And most of the movies you watch are not in theater because that's a paywall, bro. Like y'all have to, not y'all, but people understand like, you know, everybody don't have money to keep going. Especially you got a family, you got to take everybody to mm-hmm. the fucking theater and the shit costs money. It's bed bugs and shit out there. The floor sticky, the seat sticky, people on their phone and shit and laughing. The teenagers be doing whatever in here. I want to watch my movie at home eat my chicken wings in peace. Okay, and open me a Heineken and watch the movie with surround sound. Yep. I feel like the lesson here is accessibility is key. Um, I think that's one thing that I hope that sticks uh, due to the panty. Um, accessibility is key. When everybody eats and gets a chance at the pie, we all gonna win. Like, that's truly it. If you really are pressed about people or you pressed about getting these views you're gonna make sure the people gonna see it so make it easy for the people not everybody can get up and go outside you know some people be having their ass whooped at work and when they come home they don't feel like going to movies they don't feel like going to movies on the weekend as much as they want to go to the movies right like as much as they want to still participate in these things whether they're tired whether they want to feel that nostalgia piece some people just aren't ready or some people are just having the shit whipped out of them so you know accessibility yes also y'all Opening everything up with these variants still out here, and some people cannot get the vaccine. They cannot go out and, and protect themselves the way that some pe- other people can. And they're like, "Oh, whatever. Only people are getting sick, or only old people are, you know, old, older people are getting sick from it or getting hospitalized." So we can go outside. So that really just says, "I don't give a fuck about these old people or these people with, you know, a compromised immune systems." Because now everybody's outside with no masks, and not everybody yet, but it's moving towards that. That's what the news is looking like. Like. Maybe by the time this comes out, they've listed, lifted those mask mandates and shit like that. Um, I believe at my state, they already said, you know, you can school districts can start being flexible about it. My district is like, no, nah, we about to keep wearing these, uh, masks. But it, it's going to get to a point where, you know, they just, you know, it's going to be a choice. And that that choice is fucking up, you know, people who they don't have a choice. Okay, they need you to wear your mask so they can come out with their mask. But if you come out without your mask on, now they're fucked. That's rude. We inhale. That's honestly where we've been. And some of these movies in 2021 depict a lot of the hellish things that's happening, whether it's directly dealing with the panty, whether it's, you know, the people directing, dealing with, excuse me, people's imaginations in the panty, because the imagination's been booming. That's what I'm really excited about. I've been super excited since we've been in the house. I'm going to put air quotes on lockdown because some places are really 100% locked down. Some places, you know, fake ass lockdown. Some places never close. And that's that's no fault to yours. Um, but a lot of really cool and exciting things came out um, over the last few years that we've been dealing with this public health crisis. Um, and I'm really excited to dive into them. And I'm really just going to pull first up on um, Horror Noir 2021. Not the documentary, although you need to see the documentary. It's a blessing for your eye holes. And then you need to go ahead and watch this movie. It is a... Um, anthology film that has about like five uh, to seven stories um, written by different kind of black creators. Um, and it, I felt like it deserved to get a higher score on IMDb than what it got. It's currently sitting at a 4.6 out of 10. Oh my God, y'all can't see jazz. <laughs> oh, it's yes. 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb for Horror Noir. And I was like, I already know we didn't see the same movie, okay? I don't think that this was a 10 out of 10. I think it was at least a solid seven, to be quite fucking honest. 
a solid minimum, seven. At minimum, it's a six. At minimum, at bare minimum, if you didn't even like it, it's a six. Like, I, and again, I feel like people didn't under a four. A 4.6 out of 10. I was like, okay, once again, I know we're not all seeing the same movie. Even when it was on um, the Shutter app, like it was getting kind of like, okay, reviews. I I don't know. I don't know. I also feel like it should have been promoted better, but that's, you know, you know, it should have been promoted better. And it was also, I feel like supposed to be a series. So I feel like it would have got a better score if it was broken up because it's like, you know, and I don't have a, one. I favor anthologies. I don't need right. my anthologies to be connected, but everybody's not like that. They're just seeing a bunch of stories. They're gonna feel like it's disjointed, and that's probably that. Maybe I haven't read the criticisms because I just watched them. Was like, here I am. I'm watching yeah. it. I don't really care about your criticisms. Plus, you know, when it comes to criticizing black media, you know, a lot of the critics are not black, and they really come in and like this is on the top, or this is over the top, or this doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. and it does make sense. You just don't get it. Um, so I go in, period, and review it. Whether, but a four—that's out of control. That's out of control. Yeah, that's that's actually the number. But you know, um, if you want to check, it did. So I know that you, I know that you had said um, backing up that it was supposed to come out like a series. It did on AMC recently. It was coming out like a couple episodes a week. Or Nitana Narivdu, she's one of the creators who has the story from her Girl Summer stories in there. We stand. That's actually the sentence. Professor Tana Narivdu. And um, she had posted a lot about it within the last two weeks of the time from us recording this. Um, so check that. I mean, even or check that shit out. If you don't know where this is, you're like, Kathleen, what do I find? You can go, Savage, I was just playing. You go to shutter.com and I, it's streaming there. I feel like you could probably pick this up in other places. Let me go to Google and not lie to y'all. But you could definitely watch it on Shutter. You um, can. I think it's worth the time. And if you can watch it on Shutter, nine times out of ten, you probably can watch it on AMC right now, too. Because this came out. Um, in like the fall, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Towards Halloween ish, because I remember the first time I watched it, we were in Orlando. Um, I yep. had it, I, I had my computer and I put the I had the HDMI cable. I was like, bam, I'm about to watch this. You know, I'm about to watch this, and I did. I was like, no, nah, it came out. I need to see. Um, and again. I really enjoyed it, especially that first story, the story that came from Ghost Summers from Tana Do. I really enjoyed that. It was well acted. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Again, some of the tones were a little different, and I that's why I said individually they should have came out. They're, they're all, all their own separate movies and projects upon yeah. a bigger umbrella, That, but they didn't need to be in one gelled movie. But it was fine. for Again, fine for me, but might not have been fine for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I totally mm-hmm. understand. And so, oh, just, so you can watch it on Shudder. Like, if you got like $5, we're we not on Shudder's promo, but this is one of the reasons why I'm about to tell y'all Shutter might be worth your coin. So if you for about five, six dollars a month, you can see this movie and any other movies that they might have streaming. It's usually like two hundred plus. It's a large. They have an array of different choices on their um, streaming services. But if you try to check out Horror the War on other platforms, you can watch it on Prime. You can watch it on Voodoo. You can watch it on YouTube, Google Play, all that jazz. But it's fourteen ninety nine. Um, now I feel like you should pull up on the shutter. I feel like also if it was more accessible, like financially wise for everyone, maybe this might be something that gets a little bit more traction. Cause I could definitely see somebody going, girl, I don't know if I'm gonna pay $14 for this movie because I've heard, I've said it myself for certain movies like, girl, I don't know if I'm gonna pay 14, $15 for this movie. And not because I'm not interested, but also like in this economy, girl, we sit at home, like, 
$14. Especially for a movie I haven't seen. I'm not sure. But again, I have Shutter, so I was like, you know, I was able to see it beforehand. At this point, you know, I could pay $14 for it, but I already know what I'm getting into. Yeah, yeah, I already know what I'm getting into. I'm going to pay $14. But I then I own it. So when it leaves Shutter, I have it still. Um, so I can watch it whenever I want. Because some of those stories really do hit some notes that I have not seen hit before. And yeah. I, you know, I would, I would, I would definitely own that. But again, for that's like when we, um, we wanted to cover crawl and we, we couldn't rent it and we had to buy it for $14. But luckily we, it was, it was all right. It was worth the four. And I'm like, damn, yep. we still own that. It's like on Voodoo. We own it on one of these accounts. I don't know where, but we do own crawl somehow. Uh, but we had to pay 15 and we was on the fence. It was like, shit, 15, $15 is a lot, you know, in this economy, rent going up, food. If y'all seen the food prices, wow. Oh. Hold on, as a side note, I got us Mars Capone last week for $8. I was in the store today. Why the fuck Mars Capone is $9.50? I said, what's going on? It's literally been a week. And the Mars Capone, $8 is still too high. I remember Mars Capone was like, what, $5.99? For the fucking bucket? $9.49 for the same $8, which is already expensive thing of Mars Capone. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. But in that same breath, like, okay. And I do... Trust and believe, y'all. We are always going up for supporting those and that we really bang with. So I really feel like if this was something you were checking for, you know, like, oh, this is somebody you know I really bang with, of course take my money. But if I'm saying that I'm from the lens of someone who's just out here, you know, just browsing the internet streets, I'm trying to get into something new, I can see how the price point would be a little unattractive to people. Like, you probably like, oh, shit, $14? It, it can go both ways. Ooh, $14. Is this movie 14 Is it 14 worth of, you know, dollars of entertainment here, you know, to somebody browser who does not know, who is not familiar with any of these stories, any of these creators versus like, oh, I bet these motherfuckers take my money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, be cognizant and understand, get your money creators. Get your money. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. Get your money, but also people are poor. So I understand. And I, I as a poor, um, I also understand, you know, not having the money or just, you know, you, you got to decide, you know, you only got maybe a hundred dollars in your account and a hundred dollars might sound a lot to a lot of people, but a hundred dollars, not a lot when you got to still maybe get gas, you don't get paid the next week. You know, you might have to get a little something from the grocery store. Something might pop up. $15 is a good chunk of that hundred. It's more than 10% of it. And you know, gas is wild. You're spending 20 $30. $30. I mean, my tank to fill it up, and I drive a Camry, $40, dollars $50. I haven't filled it up in a long time because, bitch, I'm poor. I'm putting, I'm putting like $25, $30 in there, maybe. And it's not getting full on $25 and 30 but maybe $45 might fill it. Maybe. Not um. sure. But also, that's half of the, you know, close to half of the 100 that we were talking about. You putting 50 on, 15 on top of that 45 you spent on gas is $60. You got $40 to your name until how, whenever you get paid. So that's fucked. Okay. Capitalism is wild. <laughs> it's wild. But watch Horror in the War because the movie was equally as wild and that wild is capitalism. It was a good time. Um, it's based off of, like I said, a lot of these creators are already authors and, um, you know, other folks who are strong in their own right. Support these creators, support their stories, support Black Horror. 
Um, yeah. So let's just go from there. Um, just give it a chance. Check it out. I I feel like it'll be better than most of the. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I, I may be biased. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. Uh, but it's better than a few of these anthologies that I've seen in the last five years, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, the stories are way heavier because I, I feel like where it suffers is like money wise a lot of the time. The stories mm-hmm. are weighty, honestly. Um, so watch Horror Noir. Also, something I think people should watch. Don't know if you saw this wrong turn. It came out right at the top I of 2021. It's still on my list. Here's why. Because I think I want to do a raw, a rewatch of all the old movies before I watch the new one. I think I'm going to just hold off on watching this until we cover Wrong Turn, which I know is coming up. I know someone pooped their pants really, really on par for what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Listen, um, one, I am a fan of some Wrong Turn movies. I feel like I have not seen all of the ones before. And it's been a very long time. It's been at least like seven to ten years since I mm-hmm. saw any wrong term movies when I watched that new one that came out and let me tell you something I fucked with it heavy I liked it a lot and again things that are based we don't get a lot of shit things everything is in New York everything is in LA everything is in Texas you get a few Atlantas you get some small towns but we don't get a lot of Virginia you know unless we're doing FBI cop work and it's like Quantico DC you know that kind of area but yeah. when we talk about Appalachian Mountains and I'm not from there. I'm from Richmond, but Richmond is not far. It's in Virginia, like, you know, an hour, two hour drive, like any of those places you can pull up to. And I'm like, wow, we're in Virginia. Where's the ham? Where's the peanuts? Okay. I love peanuts. I'm a country bitch. That's why I be yeehawing all through here. Yeah, I like the city, but also at heart, let me tell you, I was talking about having a farm like Khalees. Like, listen, I don't know how to grow stuff. I need somebody else to grow the stuff, but I'm not above hard work. So I'm like, yeah, I've I might be in here having a hold in. I don't know what to tell you. It might be the future. It sounds like a good time. Also, I it sounds like a good time until I have to think about the yard work. And lem- I, I'm going to, wow, that's amazing. I'm going to hire you because I was talking about even having a yard. I don't do yard work no more, baby. That's just not what I do. I'm done. Um, <laughs> it's, just not, it's not in my ministry. I'm going to just make sure it's in my budget. I'm going to do some gardening not taking care. I want a, maybe a chicken, but then I'm like, ooh, girl, I'm going to have a chicken and a cat and a dog and a human. That's a lot. Chickens, you know, I do want a chicken, though, because eggs. Cats, chickens, farms, dogs. Manny Fresh Voice, just start yelling shit. Listen, one zombie apocalypse, so if you got a little farm, you know, I don't think I want a cow feel like too hot maintenance, but chickens, a few lambs, you know, something small like that. You get a few people in there, like, you got, like, six friends on a little property. Y'all can split the work up. And again, I, I don't mind yard work. You know, I mean, I, I'll lift some head. I'll sweat. I don't mind. But it's not, like, mind-heavy work for me. So it's like, oh, I'm moving my body. It's exercise and work all in one. So now when I'm done working, I don't have to go and work out and do more stuff afterwards because I've got my workout in and I've done this and I've created food for my community in here. I see the vision. Just saying. Farming sounds like a good time. But, you know, not right now. But Harvest Moon, <laughs> wrong turn was a great time. Um, it's the basic story you think of when people pretty much you know are on a road trip trying to go somewhere and they go into the mountains and it's like oh I'm in the mountains and I'm gonna take this trail and they're like don't take that wrong trail or don't don't go off the beaten path and you know anytime someone says don't go off the beaten path someone always like oh what's over there it's like having a red button and 
they want to press the red button. Don't push the button. They always push the button. They always push the button. And it's a little upsetting. Like, bro, why are you pushing the fucking button right now? I don't understand why you have to do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to live like this, but they do. And they go and end up in this community. And they're not even in a community. They kind of do some fuck shit, you know? And then they end up in some bullshit. But then you kind of, res- like, when the other wrong turns, I feel like the people are painted as villains straight up. And in the new one, they're not quite painted that way. Huh. And yeah, and it's a little more interesting. I also found the ending quite, look, you know, cathartic. I liked it. I liked the ending. I like how it went, you know? I, I liked it. I liked it very much. I will watch it again. I would pay money for Wrong Turn 2021. I'm not even going to hold you. I I really liked that movie. You should and watch I, it. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I really am. I'm going to make sure I check it out close to the marathon because um, that was on my list. I know it's about to be a bloody good time. Um, another movie that's on my list that I'm going to check out when we have like a whole marathon situation because it's just like, ooh, girl, what's coming down the pipe? Ghostbusters Afterlife. That movie definitely came out last year. Um, and I, it looks like a good time. From what I saw in some of the images, because you know I'm not going to watch no trailer and the... Um, from the Blu-ray cover that we have. Just really excited. Looks like a good, like I said, looks like a good time. I see it's got some familiar faces, got some new faces on there. And not just in terms of the cast, but also the creatures that are introduced and dancing throughout the film. Dancing. You got 50 people dancing on stage with you. Sorry. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I, out of all the um, the entities that we're being introduced to, I'm really excited to catch up. Uh, the Ghostbusters franchise is a franchise that I've kind of like dipped my toes in and out of throughout life. I'm a huge fan of the older films. I haven't had a chance to see a lot of the newer ones, but I'm still interested. I think this is one of those family-friendly films that kind of everybody that can enjoy. Um, it doesn't really ostracize certain people unless you're like, hell no, and you don't believe in ghosts like at all. Ghosts is just, there are some people just like, fuck no, bitch. This is not a thing. Um, but if that's not you, I feel like these are movies that look like a good time. They had a lot of high ratings from other folks. Um, and I'm interested. I'm excited. So um, check it out, bro. Um, all right. All right, bro. Um, yeah, I did not see that either. So I'm not even going to hold people. You know, I, I'm interested. I mean, I've seen you know, the first two definitely. I mean, I mean, I was a big Ghostbuster fan as a child, um, especially with that big ass marshmallow man. Um, that was a good time. Now, one thing I was not so much a fan of, and so many people rated it very highly. I don't know if you got a chance to see Censor on Hulu. I did not, but I wanted to. But your face, I feel like I will. I, I just. I think these are one of the movies where I start crying because no one can see your eyes, but I can't. And I think this is one of those movies where the ratings were, it, it was like a group of movies where it was like the ratings were anywhere from like six to, to nine. And I was like looking at the cover and I was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's rated very high. And um, okay. So I listen, I'm not, it's not the worst thing. It's not a bad, badly made or poorly made movie. That's not the problem. You know, it's well made, but I'm already, my bias is those slow burns that talk about people unraveling slowly. Like they're, they start off 
okay or what you mm-hmm. think is okay. And then they start to go off the rails, kind of like, oh, we're un- our sanity is unraveling. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of those. So let me start here, except for um, In the Mouth of Madness and The Dark Half. Those two hit when it comes to um, insanity unraveling for me. And again, maybe I need to watch a few more, but this one, they were like, oh, it's so masterful. You know, the, the main character's sanity is just unraveling before you and you don't know what's real and you don't know what's not. Yeah. Okay. I don't really, that does, that's not a draw for me. I want to know what's real. And I like for the threat to be real. I hate when you pull the horror is in their mind. I fucking hate it half the time. Yeah. Because I want a tangible scare. I want a tangible, and I know it's not tangible through the screen. I'm not touching it. I'm not living their life. But, you know, when it comes to, it was all in their head. I'm like, well, girl, this is not really a danger to nobody unless they were really fucking people up. Yeah. And then Censor does give a little bit of, you know, violence. She's definitely not a safe person. She's harming people later on or, or the characters are harming people through other means. But I saw that up front. They thought it was, it was not a twist to me. Mm. I was like, I saw her. I was like, she's not right. <laughs> she's not right. She's not right. And something's not right. And there were other things that clued that she's not right. But I'm like, that's not, th- th- I'm not excited about that. That, that mm-hmm. did not excite me. It was beautiful though. Beautifully shot, beautiful lighting, beautiful shots. I will say the cinematography, like that is nice. But again, we come back to, I'm not impressed by cinematography or imagery. That does not impress me. I like it. I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's iconic, but yeah. I'm not watching the movies because, oh, look at this mo- this one scene and look at it like a picture. I don't, that's not what I'm watching a movie for. If that, I can just get the still of it and just move on. I want the motion of the picture. Like I want the whole picture to tell a cohesive story that's engaging for me. And it wasn't, it wasn't engaging. And I don't know what people's, you know, I feel like there's been a lot of obsession over the video nasty area era in like yeah. the UK. And one, I'm not from the UK. I'm from America. And I know we banned, we banned shit over here. We definitely was like, you shouldn't watch those movies. The moms were pissed. They were banning movies. They're banning books. They're banning shit. But I don't really care about the, you know, I don't really care about the other part. I I, I just don't care, bro. Like, I do not, I do not care. And that's all that has to be said. Um, So you're like, do you recommend Censor? It seems like you're very much on the fence. (laughs) Um, I say if you like slow burns and people whose sanity unravels, sure, sure, that could be for you. But as for me, I really am not. I, it wasn't for. I watched it twice. I watched it with Caitlin, and she was like, "I fucking hate this movie," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not a fan either." Uh-huh. I don't really. It was kind of boring to me. I, it just did not engage me. Even the stuff in the background or small twinges of where you feel like the reality is not hitting. I'm like, "Oh, this." You know, I can, I can identify that. I see you're doing a switch up in this scene. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm not. It's not hitting me. You know, I'm not fascinated by this, but it's worth a watch if you want to watch it. I've definitely seen worse, but yeah, people were going up for this movie and I was so ready to see it because I saw all these rave reviews and I was like, oh, this is not for me. I don't like this. I'm not even gonna hold you. I didn't like it, and I and I wouldn't watch it again. Because when I don't like a movie and it's well made, because you can tell when you like don't like a movie, but it's still not 
poorly made. Yeah. I'll watch it again to just solidify, like The Witch. I don't like that movie like that. It's not poorly made, though. Yeah. It does what it needs to do, but I wanted to go back to see what I could appreciate. And again, I see I'm not watching that no more. I'm done. I'm done with it. Well, you tried. I did you try tried it twice. Two times. Dose. <laughs> Try your best. Um, okay. Well, censor jazz is like, girl, watch it if you want. So that's pretty much it. Um, did you see Willie's Wonderland? Because I know that I did. Of course I did. First of all, you know I love a screaming Nick Cage. I mean, no, granted, he was it was a lot less screaming going on mm-hmm. with Nick Cage in this movie. It's on Hulu right now. Censor's also on Hulu, just in case. Wrong turns on Showtime, in case mm-hmm. you want to pull up on that. But Willie's Wonderland was a good time. I like animatronics. It's very silly. Um, first why I do recommend it. And if you don't like Nick Cage, then no. But Nick Cage right. is always over the top, whether he's talking or not. And in this one, he's not. But I liked it. it I thought it was a good time, too. I did. Now, I mean, so the score was like a 5.5 out of 10 for IMDb and a 60% for Rotten Tomatoes and a 44% for Metacritic. <laughs> 44? 44. Quattro, quattro. Um, four, and I know that's not how that goes. That's not the number 44, but that's what I'm going to say today. I know that's not it, y'all. Play, please. But um, anyways, it was a 44. And I'm like, okay. Like, I see where people were kind of on the fence about it. I also will admit a lot of, because I feel like this movie was like a 6.5 for me, 7. And even though it was that rating, like, I still had a good time. Um, but also, like... I don't know where folks' expectations lie when the plot point of the story is a guy that goes into, like, you know, like an arcade, like, you're fucking Chuck E. Cheese, like, you know, Jeepers, he's there. And he's basically the Five Nights at Friday Freddy storyline. It's the same thing. And I know that there's only so much that... um one could expect. I didn't even think it was like crazy. I wasn't turned off by the animatronics, but I know that's not everybody's bag. Um, So... That's where I was. I actually own this movie because I think it was one of those situations where it was like, you could rent or you could buy it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm about to buy it. Like, I'm going to watch it again. Um, I don't think this is the worst kind of time. Um, it was a good, a cool contrast to, what did he do right before this? Not Incidents of the Ghost. Incident, was it Incident of the Ghost Land? It, no, Hold it was on. an Incident of the Ghost Land. Prisoners of a Ghost Land that also that. came out this year. Yeah, I know you. But he also did Pig around this time. I know you saw Pig. Was Pig. It was great. I, I didn't see that. I own pig. It was worth it. I paid $15. It was, and then it came on fucking Hulu like three weeks after I fucking paid $15. But I'm not mad because pig was good. Not going to hold you. It's not a horror film though. It's not John Wick. It's not Nick Cage being John Wick over a pig. It's a drama. And I was, the drama was a little gripping. It was. I was not expecting Nick Cage because you know, usually he's screaming. He's doing some over the top shit. But in this movie, no, he's acting. Yeah, and then like I said, that was a uh, different. It was a complete different, co- completely different contrast to Willy's Wonderland. And then also, um, what was that other? The Color Out of Space. Um, and what was the other movie with the the bikers who were doing like the super crack? You're talking about um, what's it called? Fuck, um, not not Color Out of Space. Fuck, uh, Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. Yep. Yep, that was a wild movie. Um, so yeah, now I'm gonna br- slide into a movie that Jazz and I both saw for the past year, Val. Um, a 2021 film. It came out in October. Um, 
It's on Tubi right now for free if you want to check it out. Um, it's about this guy, Finn, who's a criminal who ends up like running into like the home and kind of like hiding out there with Val. And then he thinking his night's going to go one way and it's going to go another way. It definitely, um, and that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't want to ruin it in case you want to check it out. It's on Tubi for free. But Jazz, I want you to know that Val has a six out of 10 for IMDb. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, beautiful dresses, beautiful gowns, Val's yep. outfits are really the reason to watch that movie. Um, and the outfits are top notch. Not gonna hold you, old Hollywood glamour, very much feather flow, um, drape. Yes, love the outfits. That's all I got for Val. Um, I do want to hear if you enjoyed it. Um, or ooh, check it out. Listen. Yeah, and it's on Tubi. Yeah, so if you want to watch it, you know, you can pull up on it on Tubi. Now, we did both watch Sacrifice with Barbara Crampton. That was not a bad time. Okay, so listen, and if you look on the internet, I had Sacrifice on my list too because Sacrifice was a 2020 and a 2021 film, if that makes sense. Like, it was released in some places and other places got it at one time. Um, That was a good time. That was, And I like a cult film, so that's very much... That's all I'm going to tell you on that. Check out Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you like uh, cosmic kind of situations, it goes into that. And if you like Barbara Crampton, I feel like that's also a good choice. Now, something I'm not going to go into stand that because fuck that movie, but Gaia, or I think it's Gaia on Hulu. Have you seen that? I have not seen it. It's in my queue. I definitely saw it was on Hulu last night. Um, Stay out of the fucking attic. That's mm. the sentence. Um, well, Gaia was, is actually good. Yeah, I saw it. It was good. It was suggested to me from someone else. It's definitely giving the nature, mother nature, horror, you know, goddesses, entities of nature, lots of um, some body horror going on, um, great effects, um, definitely a drama also. Uh, but yes, I recommend it. It was good. I did like I. It's on Hulu. Check it out. I recommend it. Um, I really, I really liked it. Well, that's good. Um, I have that in my notes because I definitely want. This was one of one of my list. This is on my list of twenty twenty one films I didn't get a chance to get to. Um, so I'm excited to check that out. The cover. I don't know what the fuck it's about. So prior to you telling me, I didn't know, but just the cover alone was attractive. So it kind of, I was like, okay, what's going on here? It's got that red and black. It's looking kind of gritty and simple at the same time. Um, So I'm just like, okay, what's going on? So that's on my list. Um, One that we both saw that I think we both enjoyed, Jacob's Wife with Barbara Crampton. Barbara Crampton is just really fucking it up these past couple years. Um, And and I, Barbara Crampton, what's the girl's name? Bobby, Bonnie Aarons, excuse me, um, is in this film. And girl, if you are looking to put a vampire self-discovery story in your life, that's going to be it. That's all I got to say. Listen, and I really, I really appreciate Jacob's wife. One, because you don't see a lot of older, they don't hire, it's always these young hot teens. It's always these young 20s, maybe 30. They're always like attractive. And Barbara Crampton's still a hot girl, one. But also it's like older people, like 40s, 50s, 60s. She's not in her 60s, I don't believe. But we're getting into, you know, uh, but we're getting into like older people. Like, can we get some older adults who live lives and experience wars? Because young people are not the only people who experience or and or enjoy 
horror and I want to see more people who are just you know they're a middle aged couple they've been married for quite some time he's a preacher a pastor or whatever and she's a dutiful wife and it's really kind of reminds me of season of the witch where like you've been a wife and you try to get out of that you realize that this is really not your calling you know or not just so much your calling but things need to change because you feel like you're muting yourself to be a good wife or you're making yourself smaller for a man to exist in bloom and that happened that's something that a lot of people will maybe you know a lot of people who maybe date men or you know have partners in general that really like snuff out their light a little bit and you rely on your partner's darkness for you to bloom and that's fucked up and it, and you know barbara was like bitch you know she was just start telling her husband about himself and i like that i do like that i also we talked about this um, a few times, and by this time, you will have hear, heard our sto- black storytelling panel that come out came out. And I don't like vampires. However, this is a vampire story that I can get behind. Okay, I can support this. We love to see it. And it, like I said, it was a really good story. I definitely like all the things that you hit on. Um, and that's really why I like the movie, because of that. You're seeing a woman basically, or you're seeing a person basically take back their own identity. Be like, no, girl, I got lost in this relationship. This is not me. I shine outside of my partner. Um, and just reclaiming that. And I'm like, okay. And then also the partner getting in formation because they realized, too, they fucked up. So come on, look at that growth as well. Not just somebody on the end like, oh, you know, fuck that. I don't care. You're not bad like no after a while he gets it together and he's like you're right like I was dimming your shine and I like that that was a um, a moment of vulnerability that was represented in that movie because I feel like we don't really see that a lot it's usually just like you know someone bashing the shit like the husband forever dimming the light of the woman and if you know he could die and that's great because he's dead um, but you know there's never really there kind of a resolution between them well there's never really that kind of resolution because him dying too is a resolution too so you know I don't really care about that um, but yeah check out Jacob's wife. Did you see the resort? Okay. I didn't see the resort. Before we go on the resort, In the Earth would be a good pair with Gaia if you have not seen In the Earth, which is okay. also on Hulu. Although I did not like it that much. It got it, pretty high ratings. It just wasn't my kind of film because it was kind of, it was a bit slow. But go ahead, back onto the movie you talk about. Resort. Okay. Okay. So the resort is an hour and 15 minutes long. So if you want to check it out, yep, crying. Nobody can see Jasmine's face. She was like, Burr. yes, it's an hour and 15 minutes long. I forgot that I saw this until I tried to rewatch it. I was like, I'm going to realize it in a second. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like I didn't fall asleep on this, but I was sleepy while watching it. Um, but essentially, uh, four friends head to Hawaii. I'm reading this from the internet machine because I want y'all to know this is all I'm going to tell you about the movie. Four friends head to Hawaii to investigate reports of a haunting at an abandoned resort in hopes of finding the infamous half-faced girl. When they arrive, they soon learn you should be careful what you wish for. We already fucking know when you get in a situation where you go into a building that's clearly locked up, it's closed, it's barricaded, they're telling you not to go there for a reason. And then, of course, we wouldn't have a story if our characters didn't already just go, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to go in. And they go in. And that's all I got to say. Um, I feel like the rewatchability of this movie, like if it came on and it was in the background, like a Tubi watch, I wouldn't be upset. And that's not no shade because I love Tubi. Um, so it's like a quick background movie. But in terms of me paying attention, like uh, uh, I did like the ending. The ending definitely made like the the way the ending was set up early. Um, and I like how that played out. It's kind of predictable. 
Yeah, it's kind of predictable. And I'm going to say I, for me, because it's something like, you know, we see this often. And if the, if it looked different, I would have been like, oh, OK. But even with the predictability, it did not turn me off, if that makes sense. Um, so the resort. Now, I can say it got a three out of 10 on IMDb and a 38 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't think it was that bad, but OK. So the resort. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it. I heard like maybe one or two people talk about it and they said they fucking hated it. But again, I'm going to still watch it. People tell me they hate a movie does not stop me. You don't don't show me that sign, bitch. I can't read. I mean, the resort, the ruins, all kind of like the same kind of, you know, if you had a month on the ruins. Okay, the ruins was good. I felt like the resorts was like, it was just the same kind of situation. Except, um... Except it, it was uh, there's there's a little bit of us. Well, we are you know there's a supernatural thing at play, but you know you go into certain like houses or movies and stuff, and in the house and make you think one thing, but another thing is happening. That's what's going on. That's all I can say. Okay, all right, I, I can support that. Now, um, I saw the unholy, um, and it has Negan. From Walking Dead, that movie oh. fucking sucked. I'm sorry. Oh, um, you yikes. can watch it if you want to. It's nope. like really discount Midnight Mass, but Midnight Mass is way better, and the stories aren't quite the same. But it's just you know miracles and miracles. Mm, there's a price to pay for these miracles. Um, it was not that good. I watched it thinking I didn't know what I was gonna get going in, but. Midnight Mass is better. Midnight Mass is not a movie. It came out twenty twenty one, but it's a series. That was a good, yeah. but not the unholy. It was not good. Okay, well, that was a movie that I was like, I don't know if I should check out, but I'm glad that you said that. I still might see it, just so I could like, you know, maybe. But it'll just be like in passing if that's one of those things. Um, good thing I kind of stuck to my gun. A movie we really fucked with really really fucked with this past year's malignant i know that the girls malignant had the girls divided somebody was like i've people out there like i fuck with this movie or people were like i don't know it was something that was very rarely people was in between mr james Wan, you did it again I, that's all i got to say literally um malignant was so chaotic but also I was not bored. I watched it again literally last night. I've seen it like four or five times at this point. I would watch it again. I don't really know what y'all talking about, but also I'm a Jalo fan and I get a lot of the references and I've seen a lot of James Wan, fil- James Wan films, James Wan's <laughs> apostrophe films. films. And it's, it's a good time. Like I, I, I feel like I wasn't bored and the stuff that was done that people were complaining about. I feel like a lot of that was on purpose. So it's a spoof kind yeah. of, but you know, it's like, it's supposed to be funny. Kind of like the editor. If y'all seen that, it's like a spoof on Jalo films. It's a little more silly than malignant, but it's still given that kind of tone, except it's way more sassy. It's, it's way more silly, but it's in that same kind of boat where yeah. we're making fun. But some of the, these people, some of these characters are playing it. Like that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. That's all I'm going to tell you. We didn't talk about it several times. Free Gabriel. Um, This is a free Gabriel semi stand account because we want Gabriel free, but also we need Gabriel locked up. So we we in the middle. It's all, I don't know. It's confusing. I am in the middle. Now, a movie I feel like we did both see also was The Power, streaming on Shudder. Um, I saw HBO Max right now. I did see The Power. I feel like I kind of like was in and out of like slumber while watching The Power, but not because I was bored. You sure? I just be tired. Oh, 
Maybe I thought it was I wasn't I was in and out of slumber because I watched it and I I was it, and it has a very very high score I feel like overall and I'm like damn do I need to watch this again because I was not entertained it's a definitely like a haunted asylum you know nun situation demon possession that it's giving that that's what it's giving but again yeah. It didn't do anything groundbreaking for me. It's very atmospheric. The performances were fine, but it was it didn't give me what y'all said it was supposed to give. Like it didn't yeah. give that. It wasn't the eighties, nineties. I feel like it has like a ninety something, but I could be lying. But it's not. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. I want something more than fine. It didn't spice. It was not spicy at all. Uh, but what? if you like atmospheric movies, if atmosphere really does does the job for you, and it, uh, I will be honest, atmosphere doesn't do the job for me because I went to the theaters to see The Nun. It reminds me a lot of The Nun. And that movie had atmosphere and almost nothing else. Um, oh, yikes. Some scares, but the scares amounted to nothing once you saw the end. So like this, you know, it d- had a little bit more danger involved. Yeah. I feel like way more danger, but still I was not impressed. Um, somebody else might like it better. It did look good. It seemed well-made, well-acted, good atmosphere, but it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. Understood, understood. But y'all heard it first. Y'all just make your choice. Go where you want to go. Check it out if you like it. And just, you know, let you know where to find us and let us know. GRLTSPOD at gmail.com. You know how to just let us know. You know, just, I, yep, I'm still being dramatical. Um, um, so before I dive into a movie that Jazz and I just recently saw, um, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. I know that the Rotten Tomato score for this is currently sitting at a 31. Y'all go fight me. And I know the IMDb score is currently sitting at a five. Yes, a 31%. 5.2 out of 10 for IMDb. Uh, this movie wasn't that bad. It wasn't a 31. Now, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm ready to fight all y'all. I'm not married to it. Uh, but I'm also just like, girl, what is this? We've talked about this before. We went into the Resident Evil franchise Um a little bit more in depth um, on our Resident Evil franchise episode. Um, and uh, for this particular movie, I- I'm not even going to get on my soapbox. We've already talked about it. We felt like they were kind of trying to give us a lot um, in the window that they had. And it was almost a two hour long movie. I felt we felt like if they kind of focused on like a couple different things instead of trying to like, you could clearly tell they were setting us up for this new world and new universe. So, okay, I, I, they have a lot to try to fix. You're trying to pivot away from the previous movies, but not too far would to lose the previous audience, but still trying to get that video game audience up in space. Um, but with all those words I just threw at you, like, like I said, they still were doing a little bit too much at for it being you know, the length that it was. I felt like, I don't know how I could have been presented differently. I, you know, usually I have a solution. Um, and also movies cost money, girl. So they probably like, bitch, shut up. But the point was for 31%, y'all smoking dicks. That movie was not that bad. Um, check out Resident Evil. The zombies looked kind of cool. I was upset that they had my guy in there playing this ditzy character. Like he's better than that. He didn't have to be the kind of like, oh, I'm the police officer. This dumb as fuck. And although we know we don't really bang with the fans over here, I was just like, girl, this is just not believable. Like he's really just at work being a fumbling, like, fool like he's just out here being on some super slapstick shit it's a zombie outside we do not have time for these fucking shenanigans get in formation he ain't get in formation the fucking movie's almost over resident evil go see it and let us know your thoughts 
Yeah, I liked it. But I mean, I didn't like it. Like, you know, it's definitely not 30% is out of control. Um, I did the Bumbling character was a lot. I played the games growing up. So I saw some things that made a lot of um, sense, you know, or references. I was like, oh, yeah. But also, you know, they try to do a whole lot in that time. It's like, let, let's take eight games and slap them in a squeeze all these start points so it makes sense later. You can call back to it and I get it. But girl, we could have got a little less. You could have broke out a little more in the second movie or because you know you're making another movie. Don't even act like that. You know you're making another movie. If, especially if you know you're making another movie. I mean, but also, this is a conversation to have about movie making in general. People set a lot of things up because they feel like the audience is stupid. And yeah. part of it is like the audience is not stupid, but the other part is the audience is either one stupid or they're not paying attention enough where they want everything spelled out and that's kind of lazy and you're mm-hmm. always gonna have a lazy you know somebody's lazy watching but i mean you gotta make like the right draw where we give enough of like extra information like extra clues but you can't lay it out in a platter like this it's too much it's yeah. too much flashbacks and shit come on man exposition flashback like please i'm done just it's too much the vision was there, but it was job busy. That's really what it was. Um, I felt like she could have been presented better. Um, she was just trying to dance around the circle, put her clothes on real fast. That's all it was. And it's okay. She was trying to get dressed. We had to go. Um, but, you know, check out the movie. Let us know your thoughts. Um, we also recently saw Lamb. And I have no idea how Jasmine feels about Lamb. And I have just decided that I think I actually like Lamb. I was looking at the two of the screen like, ah, what the fuck's happening here? And then I got to there and said, I think I like this movie. I don't know. A24. Okay. So, yes, A24, but also I was watching the movie, and when you watch things on Amazon, they give you, like, fun facts. So, one, the director was just like, yeah, I want to make this lamb-human hybrid bet. And then he, it was one of the best-selling movies in that country. Um, what is it? It's, is it? Is it New Zealand? I don't think it's New Zealand. Is it New Zealand? I could be lying. Um, um, it came, I mean, the, the plot of the movie takes place in rural Iceland. Oh, I'm okay. It's, it's Iceland. I'm yeah. making this up. Also, uh, I want y'all to know I got to see geography. Do not listen to me when I start naming right. countries. Once we get too far, girl, I don't even know all these states like that. Don't even. Mm-mm. I Stay know the truth, names baby. of them, but if you want me to put them on the map, baby, I'm sorry. I can't do all. Once we get in that Midwest, they're all squares. I don't know. Um, That's all right. We forgive you. Um, but yeah, that movie, okay, it wasn't a bad or poorly made movie. However, that CGI shit going on with that fucking lamb to the human body was terrible. I don't give a it fuck was. what nobody got to say. It was not good. This movie is a drama, and it's a drama about like, what if you have like an adopted kid or random kid, and now you're trying to, you know, accept them into the family, but then they real mm-hmm. parents show up. That's all I got from this. Um, it wasn't bad. It's very much a drama. Yeah. With some paranormal elements and that's really paranormal body horror kind of elements but outside of that there's nothing else really scary it's just fucking weird but a24 loves to make a weird movie now some of their movies do have horror like real like real scares but this one was yeah. just fucking weird just like from under the silver lake i don't know if you say it. it's not 2021 but it's an a24 film long as hell but it was just fucking weird it wasn't I didn't see you know, that one yet. yeah it's a lot it's like two and a half hours girl okay okay well the movie i did see and I know the girls were upset and how I know that the girls was upset because I was reading the sentences. I'm looking at the score right now on IMDb and Rotten Tomato, 37%. IMDb, 5, 5.2 out of 10. 
You already know what the fuck is going on. I'm about to talk to y'all about Spiral. Hold on to your hat, bitch. Okay? Yep. Y'all ain't see Jazz's face, but she leans to the side like, now, girl. Yep, that's what I said. I said Spiral. I'm pulling up. You bitches are mad. I haven't seen it yet, and I have it on DVD. It's sitting on a bookshelf. I could watch it right now. I'm, I'm going to watch it because when I was, I'm saving it for, honestly, I'm saving it for when we cover Saw. And we're going to cover Saw probably sometime this year. Um... I'm gonna watch it before that, but don't, 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 don't. That's all I gotta say. You and this fucking beat. Um, yeah, I have it on DVD. It's streaming in plenty of places. I just have not seen it yet. That's all I got. And I'm gonna say that as someone who is not like, I'm not a Chris Rock stan. I'm not like married to this nigga or anything that he's putting out. It was decent. I'm saying this as someone who is a Saw. The Saw franchise is on my back. It's me and about five other people outside. Anytime you put out a movie that's directly related to Saw, Saw Universe, Mary Shaw Universe, anything, Mr. James Bond, even though he didn't do this one, I'm watching this shit. I don't fucking care. I'm pulling up because I'm going to just do the beat. That's just it. So that's how I felt going into this movie. This movie was directed by Darren Lynn Bousman. Um, I don't think it was as bad as y'all said it was. And I know I'm biased. I mean, to care about that. And <laughs> that's pretty much it, bitch. Fight your mom. Listen, I mean, I'm here for it. Now, one film, I don't know if you saw this, the Shutter original, Seance. I did not see Seance. I wanted to see Seance. And then I kind of was like, do I want to see Seance? I you don't want to see Seance. I mean, okay, here's the thing. It started off as one of those films where, oh, this is generic. They're going to do the thing with the seance and the spirit. But then at the end, it turns into something else that I did not expect. And I will give it points for that part. I don't want to spoil it, but it is on Shutter if you want to check out Seance. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen. I feel like that third act, the end twist, was worth the watch. It really kind of boosted that film up otherwise. Because a lot of the rest of it was like kind of, at least the characters weren't super annoying but it, it's made basically the same thing where okay we do a seance and you know what happened next like you know what you getting into why the yeah. fuck is you doing that somebody about to pull up from the other side like why would you do that that's dumb yeah i mean but you already knew they they probably want to walk on the wild side they want some danger baby it's too much um you know where else they wanted the danger conjure and the devil made me do it we didn't told y'all time and time again that's another 2021 film directed by um uh, michael chaves uh which i apologize if i just said his name wrong michael c because uh, my handwriting is crazy um it's streaming on hbo max it's the latest installment in the conjuring franchise um and Lorraine, they back, baby. And that's all I can say about that. Um, the power of love is going to push us through all this demonic shit. I'm still flabbergasted at this young man openly <laughs> wanting to put the demon in his body because he want to save his girlfriend, brother. Bitch, I don't I don't be in love that much. I'm going to be honest with you. I got a whole nigga, bitch. I'm going to let you know right now it's not happening. I'd be like, damn, that's why we're going to church. We're going to leave you there get you some help. Yeah, like, wow, that's crazy. I'm not taking on the devil for you. You Nope. I barely would take on the devil for myself. What do you mean? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not that kind of stand-up guy. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that for you. It's it, That's it. Now, something I saw that I wasn't mad at, Untitled Horror Movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, I feel like. Um, okay. Damn, they busting down, you know, a little, if y'all hear bumping, it's no, nope. whatever the next time nope. is, whatever. Um, Untitled Horror Film. 
it's like this movie they're trying to make their these the characters they're already on a show and they're on hiatus they don't know if their show is starting again or not and they're like you know what we're gonna make our own sound footage movie to make mm. some money because they they're not really getting any money right now you could, it's a lot it follows like actors and stuff so if you were in theater if you were an actor especially like not small time but you know you're not a list you're just doing a show here till you're working you know yeah. you're just doing your work and you know how shit be like they you can't do nothing else on contract but you can they gonna give you this money but it's not really enough to pay your bills and then you gotta say on hiatus you can't really do auditions so you have to whatever you make you might have to make something on your own they decide to make something but they take it too far with a spell and we know how that goes it's definitely found footage and I like the ending I kind of like it although some of the CGI is a little silly but it's a horror comedy it's not this straight up serious movie it's definitely some laughs to be had I was not upset about it I wasn't okay well I I might check that out Um, thank you for the recommendation Um, a movie I'm gonna go into another movie that also had the girls their feathers were ruffled you ready? Evil dies tonight. These niggas was upset. Halloween kills. Already noticed the Halloween kills stand account. They already just wrapped up um, Jamie Lee Curtis. She just wrapped up her filming portion for the last of this fucking trilogy. So that's all I got to say for there in terms of new Halloween news. But this is a Halloween kill stand account. Act accordingly. Listen, okay, and listen, I'm here for it. I like that movie. I'll watch it again. I've seen that definitely like three times already, and it came out like October last. Well, it's 2022. It came out October. I've seen it a few times. I'm gonna watch it again. Like I already told y'all, I like every Michael Myers movies, even the Rob Zombie ones. And I don't go up for Rob Zombie. I don't. But everything with Michael Myers in it, I'm watching it. Trick or treat, motherfucker. I say it every time. Uh-huh. I like Resurrection. Y'all give that movie so much shit when it's really a fun time it's just silly the plot is that has holes in it okay whatever i'm not complaining comparing every movie to the fucking og that's just i'm not doing that i'm just here to see michael myers in whatever alternate universe even if it's a discount universe i'm here to see him do what he does and stand people up that's what i came for okay that's all I need you to know that the girls are really upset because the Rotten Tomato score is 40% and IMDb is 5.6 out of 10. And I know y'all a whole ass lie. I know you a fucking liar right now. You knew you was a liar too when you put that percentage in there. You a lying, lying ass bitch. You a liar. Liar! They're not liars. They're haters. That's what that is. Now, something other people are also hating on, and I know that you saw also The Deep House. I enjoy the fuck out of The Deep House. It just came on to Hulu. I got it before. We rented it like in January or something. Like I rented it in January and watched it. I had a good time. It's it gives some generic plot points with you know haunted house, but the atmosphere. You know, you never really seen it under underwater haunted house the characters gave a little bit of annoying but the scares were there and the ending hit for me i like things that are you know kind of bleak so yep they drove it all the way home with the ending i was not expecting the ending to a certain degree um there was stuff that was happening leading up to the big climax and i was like girl get the fuck get out of here as you would normally tell um but you know there are people who feel the way we feel because i got a 76 percent on rotten tomato imdb was 5.4 out of 10 so i just don't know who's getting the clearance to write on that website because i don't really know um i do see why you would knock some points off Okay, there's some stuff, you know, that was not making sense, you know, story wise, but also, you know, suspend your disbelief because I didn't expect the ending to go the way it went because usually it don't go that way. And I was like, damn, for real. 
and then the credits roll. Damn, for real. So check it out. The Deep House. If you got Hulu, watch that shit. It is a hour and 25 minutes. It's not even an hour and 30 minutes long because five of the 25 is going to be the credits themselves. So get into it, girl. It's a couple movie and they going on a trip and they doing stuff and they ain't handle they trying to get them views and them likes and that's what the fuck about to get your ass caught up life lessons. Listen, and I feel like that might be another subgenre that we're entering entering into because of the times, you know, where we start talking about subscriber horror. Uh not even subscriber, but you know, content creator horror. We have a few movies like that. Um I think Superhost came out 2021 also, which is also that kind of thing where they're these, this couple is going to these Airbnbs trying to review it. And, you know, the host, these are people, you don't know who is hosting these, where, who lives around it. You don't know shit about what's really going on here. So at the, you know, you gotta be careful. And I loved Super, not loved, I liked it a whole lot. I think it was really good. And Barbara Crampton was in that too. Barbara Crampton was working in 2021. She was working. Collect the coin, girl. Get your coins. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you not you know, take that job, girl. Uh, but I enjoyed Superhost. I think it was a good time, especially as someone who has lived, you know, not lived, but been in the Airbnb more than once. You know, you get into the Airbnb. And the, I'm, some, I'm someone who has had a problem where you had to contact the host, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, okay, my code not working. And that yep. has happened. I get in here, okay, you know, what's going on? Like, it's, I've had issues. Uh, yeah. But it's definitely a real fear. But also, especially if you're a content creator, you're trying to record stuff and do stuff. You're dealing with the relationship between the content creators because they're a couple, but you're also dealing with the outside shit going on too. That's on Shutter. I mean, I recommend checking it out, you know, at least once. Yeah, I do too. Um, something else that came out this past year um, that definitely had the girls going, the Fear Street trilogy. I know that there were lots of mixed feelings. Like some of us were maybe feeling part one more than part three. And maybe he was feeling part two more than part one and part three. Maybe he was fucking with all of them. Maybe he was fucking with none of them. But it had us talking. Fear Street, the first one, it was Fear Street, part one, 1994. So that took place in the 90s. Part two was 1978, which was giving us that slasher, um, 70s slasher, very much much um what is it friday the 13th kind of situation with the camp horror uh, the first one like i said was giving us 90 slasher and then fear street um part three took place in 1666 you got that demonic possession devil worship all kinds of cult shit it's wow and it's basically the overall story um is these two towns. One town is like the good, like Ritz part, part of town that never has bad shit happen to them. And then you got everybody else that's living on Fear Street and they got bad stuff happening to them. And in this town, and Sarah Fear is the haunting her ass, the she haunting the city and just cursing niggas up and everybody getting their ass beat. And the people that live in this town, all this bad stuff happened, but you find out there's more to what's going on here. And it runs really deep. It goes back hundreds of years. We got some blood magic. It's a time. Shout out to R.L. Stein for creating this universe that all of this exists in um, and just giving us the scares from the youth them into adulthood. I truly feel like R.L. Stein does the, deserves more flowers than what he gets. I know we give him his flowers, but he deserves all of the things while he is still with us. Um, I saw a tweet that somebody had basically said that same thing to him the other day. And he was like, oh my God, thanks. But truly like, like, think about it. Like, everybody has heard of Goosebumps. Everybody has touched a Goosebumps book. Even if you weren't, like, really into the Fear Street franchise as a teen or whoever, like, girl, please, get into it. Check these movies out. Um, Fear Street, 
Netflix. They're straight, straight up. I'm looking at my Goosebumps little steel box right now. I got like five books in there. Listen, <laughs> I was mm. Goosebumps. Now I get, did not get into Fear Street, but I was definitely into the Goosebumps books. I graduated right into the Stephen King books after Goosebumps. I just, my mom let me just, here you go. Here's some books. Now, this you saw also, Werewolves Within. Ooh, that yeah. was a cute who done it. Like a horror comedy. I enjoyed the comedy. I enjoyed the werewolves. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. I would recommend it. I, also, I'm biased. I like werewolf movies and I want more of them. I feel like there's not enough. There's way more vampire movies and it's not fair. Okay, so it, you're right. There are more vampire movies. I don't know about it not being fair. I just really go a little at that. But I like Werewolf of Then has a black lead. He's out here kicking ass. Um, it's a lot of wild shit happening. It's a lot of shenanigans. I did like the whodunit aspect of it. Josh Rubin has a good, good movie on his hands with this one. Um, and I feel like this movie was a little bit more relatable than his prior previous movie because that one was like more to like the theater kids. It was a good movie, but you could it was speaking, it was calling to a certain audience. This particular audience like I feel like I don't really like horror comedies but I chuckled I felt the emotions I still was invested um so check out werewolves within 2021 film it's an hour and 37 minutes um it's definitely a good time I think it's a good family horror because it doesn't really have too much to put people off this is also a good date night movie it's a great date night movie you're right you're right um also here's the thing um i know that i feel like you have not seen this and i forced it on someone else just recently titan um you did see titan and i'm ready to talk about the bullshit i did see because i was in your inbox telling you all the good movies that you should be watching with titan as i was half sleep you uh, a good pairing the car christine titan to close it out or Titan and Raw if you want to do a director's cut because it's the same director um, Titan is very chaotic it's hard to explain without spoiling it but it gets it's very lots of sex you don't want to watch this this is not a family date movie no. this might not even be a date movie honestly it's really fucking weird I don't it's know not- you're gonna make your date uncomfortable bro you're, you need to watch this with your hardcore horror fan friends like hey we're about to take a journey let's crack open this brewski and watch this movie and I do recommend it I would watch it again Again, I like to watch it with people who have not seen it before. That is a good time. Yep. Yep. It, it, it will make your date uncomfortable. It made my date uncomfortable. Also, I feel like my initial pairing for this was like, I would like to see Titan in The Possessor. I feel like those are two movies that would go well together. Although they're not exactly set up the same, you're following two women um, slash femme presenting folks who are going through some wild identity situations right now. Um, it's presented differently. It's set up and described and, you know, pre- uh, ingul- ingested differently, but get into it. Yes, I recommend those. I recommend. I saw old in theaters. Um, it was fine. It was okay. okay. It wasn't I bad. Not. I liked the twist. It wasn't, you know, terrible. People were really hating on that shit. You need to do something on Hulu. Chaotic. Don't know what was going on. Families trapped in a room and some wild shit going on. So, oh, uh, a movie that's on Netflix. I wanted to see The Devil Below, but a movie on that. Netflix we did see was it good? It, it was, was okay. Right. It was cool. Sorry. Okay. It it looked interesting. I you know, I figured it could only go too many ways. But a movie that we did not dislike that also is on Netflix, Army of the Dead. I like Army of the Dead. Not gonna hold you. I did not like Batista's crying face. Hated that. And it's more a you know 
not robbery, but what is it? Heist film with zombies in it. Yeah, but the zombies Actions are interesting. Yeah, but I like action horror, and I think those zombies are pretty interesting. They have hierarchy mm-hmm. and shit. They got a community. It's it's all right. I'm not bad. I'm not mad at it. I agree. Um, so a movie that I can clearly see caused ruffled a few. I know it ruffled some feathers. So we're going to start there. Um, but it clearly in a, in a good example of is when you look at their scores, IMDb is 5.9 out of 10 for uh, this particular movie. I'm about to talk about in 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm talking about Sugar Man and Sugar Man I is knew. not the title level, but Jasmine has already said the name of it and I'm not about to say it again. So Nia DaCosta directed um, the 2021 version of Sugar Man and I was really upset because everyone was like, you know, it's a, it's a Jordan Peele film. Okay, but it was directed by Nia DaCosta. Once again, put some fucking respect on her name. Um, I did like, we talked about this in debt in our, um, in depth, excuse me, on our Sugar Man episode. Check that shit out. Um, and just gonna touch on those points again. Like, I did... Uh, kind of, you know, like this movie. I wanted to see a bit more. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I know there are people who still have not seen it. Um, and this is one of the real, like, standout movies that was pushed this last year. It was a movie that was pushed back um, due to the panty. It was a movie that was also, that we're talking about, that was very much like, you could only see this in theaters. Girl, what? Like, <laughs> um, so I want y'all to know that that feeling we feel about forcing people to do stuff instead of providing that accessibility for everyone is a feeling that we feel across the table, even for some of our other creators that we love like y'all should have thought this through i feel this way about new movies that are coming out right now although things are opening back up some of us are not ready to go outside some of us don't want to be in the same closed space with no fucking windows with other people bro like some of us just want to enjoy the movie without the mask and not feeling like if i breathe i'm inhaling corona um so you know just saying that but sugar man I like that it gave us more to the lore. I like that it wasn't white woman centered. Um, I like that even with the new lore, you get an aspect of what happens when people are, um, what happens when stories are passed along. It's like a game of telephone. It may not be the version that's always true and perception, perspective and perception. Because the perception that we walked away from this movie was that Helen was doing all this other shit. This is what they're telling us in this particular lore that was completely opposite of what we saw. Um, and then, like I said, we get the new Sugar Man, which is Sherman, instead of our dog, um, Daniel Robitaille. Now, I did like that we got to see or hear Mr. Tony Todsworth um, throughout the movie, but also like, what the fuck is up? So, Sugar Man, check it out. Oh my God, you going, what the fuck is up? Because we have a, I don't think I like a sugar man, just a little bit more. Um, I did go to theaters to see it. I had a good time. Now, Slumber Party Massacre 2021 mm-hmm. came out on sci-fi, went under the radar. I did not even see it on a lot of people's lists. It's one of my favorite movies that came out last yeah, year. it was a good time. I, hold you. I really, I would pay for it. I'm up. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to own it. I'm going to buy it. Like, I just, I want to watch it again right now, honestly. I, and I am a fan of the OG Summer Party Massacre. I don't like the second one like that, that rockabilly shit. You know, that's for other people. It's not for me. Everybody's like, yeah, him and that guitar. And I hate the musical inserts. I don't like musicals. You know, that's not for me. And I think there's a third one. I have not seen it. But this, mm-hmm. this reimagining, oh, loved it. Loved it so much. I recommend it. I highly recommend it. It was such a fucking good time. 
It definitely was. I actually accidentally stumbled in this movie about two thirds of the way in and I wasn't upset. So I feel like, okay, great. Like usually I would get pissy and then turn it off because I'm like, no, but um, this time I sat through and it was a good time. I was pleased with some of the results I was seeing. I was pleased. It still gave us that classic slasher, but with a good present day twist, it wasn't super duper tropey. Like it was putting stuff on its head. Um, And I was, I was a fan Um, a movie that we were both also a fan of. The medium. The medium. If y'all don't have this on your list, you need to be opening your Shutter app and adding it right now. And if you don't have Shutter, guess what, girl? It's on Amazon Prime. You need to see this movie. It's got a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. If ratings is your thing and you like the critics more than what the hell we saying, it's got a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then it's a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Go ahead and see it, girl. Like, it's... It is a is a classic story of demonic possession or some sort of possession and how that motherfucker about to run your credit up. He about to ruin your job. You about to get fired next week because you thinking you go to work and really the other person tapped in and you just in the backseat and they just wilding at your job. And you just hoping that you still, you know, got a job when you finally get that demon up out of you. And maybe your credit didn't go through the roof swag and now you can't buy no house. Like that's really what's going on. Check out the medium. The medium was great. Um, and just because you mentioned it, I, for, I didn't forget about it because I didn't log it in the letterbox. I was like, oh, I, these are my films. And I'm like, oh, let me log this. My list has now changed <laughs> um, because of that. Thanks so much. Because I'm like, You're welcome. You oh, just bumped that film in there because absolutely bumped some, another film out easily. Because um, the medium is a good time. And y'all know I am, I go up for a demon possession as a whole. And it's found footage. Boom, yeah. two, and a t- two. It's a little long but I mean if you are well rested it's not a bad time also VHS 94 came out uh, 2001 it wasn't a bad time it's not my favorite VHS VHS 2 is still my favorite the first two stories really enjoyed it was overall a little unbalanced to me like the last two stories were very heavy and I Mm -hmm. enjoyed them I didn't enjoy them as much as the first two but again that's my opinion people really went up for that middle story with the um, robots and shit and I was like um I can see the vision, but also I feel like it's Xbox 360, so I, I don't know. Crying, not 360, bitch. Not 360. Um, okay, well, there were a lot of movies also, like I said, because I we educate this girl. My brain is spaghetti. And so there, are, of course, I can't watch every fucking movie, but try my best to. Um, and there are a lot of movies that that honestly did not make my list. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, I'm going to try my best to see them. But some that I want to see still, despite knowing how the general public feels about them um, that I want to check them out for myself is Paranormal Activity Next to Kim because y'all know how much I go up for that franchise and I got to see how it ends. I don't care if it's stupid. I don't I don't give a fuck. I'm going to watch it. I want to know if Toby comes back. Um, In the Earth, that was a movie I wanted to check out that came out last year. I know a movie that Jazz saw last night in Soho. Um, I want to see that as well. How did you feel about that, Jazz? Um, beautiful dresses, beautiful gowns, gay, very much, um, kind of paranormal time bending. It looked good. Um, the twist was kind of cute, but the way people were going up for it, it wasn't my favorite film. I would watch it maybe once more. It's a bit long too, but people were going up for the sixties. And, you know, again, when we go back into time period pieces, while I do like some of them and I'm not the biggest fan of them, again, I am a black person. Why would I want to go to the 60s? 
I'm sorry. Like, why would I, why would I want to do that? That sounds like a poor choice for me personally, but it looked good and it wasn't a bad story. Um, and I do recommend watching it at least once. I'm sure it's going to be streaming somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, False Positive, a movie that I know a lot of folks saw that um, I didn't get a chance to see, but I did hear that it was um, it was a lot of trigger warnings sprinkled around that dealing with, you know, miscarriages and forced pregnancies and all those other things. And I was like, okay, something that might ruffle my feathers, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, Manor, a movie I wanted to see, had the chance to probably see, okay, I see Jazz saw it, um, dealing with, you know, aging and them, you know, the late, like, is this really happening? What's happening? What's not happening? People not really listening to elderly folk um, and is something whooping her ass? Okay, y'all can't see Jazz. Jazz like, I'm I don't holding know. my nose. Um, it wasn't the worst film. It was boring. I'm not even going to hold you. Oh. I watched It was boring, but the end was interesting. We'll say that. I will say the end is interesting, but the rest of the movie was kind of boring to me. Um, you know, other people might enjoy that. I put, did I bring up the night house? No, you talked about it with me. You said a good double feature is the night house. Oh, this is for y'all too. The night house and the deep house. The night house and the deep house is a good double feature to check out. And I think I might get into that. I liked the night house a lot. It was a really good time. The last thing that Mary Shaw, thing Mary saw, that was boring. And again, I'm not a big fan of period pieces. So again, I get it. The mod madres, it was all right. The ending was what made it really good. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Man. The whole truth and Nightmare Alley are the only things left on my list. Nightmare Alley is not quite horror. It's more drama, but it's beautiful dresses, beautiful gowns. Anyway, very long. It's not more so for horror fans. It's for the drama fans. Um, And the whole truth was good. It's more so a drama. But the scare, they had some scares, but the drama was really what drew it in. Gave me kind of lifetime drama story just a little bit. But still... I was here for those twists and turns because it twists all the way to the very end. And that was what made it very interesting to me. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm walking with you. Um, Two more movies. I think they're the final two that I was like interested in that really jumped out to me. Like I said, I know that there are more that will be put on my list. And y'all have some movies that came out in the last year that we had not mentioned. Um, You know where to find us to let us know these motherfucker titles. Um, But The Forever Purge, because that's another franchise I go up for, the Purge franchise, and we're going to cover this on this show, so I'm going to let y'all know how I'm feeling then. Um, and Night of the Animated Dead. I feel like, if I read this correctly, it's um, Night of the Living Dead, but through animation. Um, so this is something I want to check. Night of the Living Dead is one of my favorite movies. Um, I love the 1968 version. I'm not a super huge um, fan of the one that came after, starring Mr. Tony Todd. I don't hate it. I just go up for, like, original films. I do like how Barbara is portrayed trade a lot differently in the remake versus the original one. Um, So, yeah, I'm a fan of that. But I want to see how this goes. Night of the Animated Dead. Because why? I don't care if it's the same fucking story. I'm listening again. Yeah, I'm going to watch Night of the Living Dead in any way they show it, honestly, truly. Um, Yeah, I'm out of films. But the last part of our show is us listing the 10 films. And this is not like one through 10 in order, uh, best to least. Because again, for me personally, and I can't speak for Kat, I feel like for me to solidify a film on a list, it has years have to pass and it has to stand the test of time. So I can't be like, oh, it's the end of 2021. I like these films. I mean, it could change clearly, but um, 
I, you know, they don't movies. A lot of times movies don't settle in the first time I watch them all the time unless they're special. Now, there are some special movies on this list, um, but we're just going to name like these are the 10 movies that hit for us. And I think we've named all the movies pretty much that we've seen. So you're going yeah. to know kind of why, you know, we bang with these movies. Now, I'm going to go ahead because I'm already here. Um, I bang with Wrong Turn whole mm-hmm. lot. Love Wrong Turn. The Medium. That's the movie that bumped out Jacob's Wife. I like Jacob's Wife, but I will watch The Medium probably over Jacob's Wife because Demon Possession over Vampires. I just, that's a personal situation. Werewolves Within. Great time. The Deep House. Absolutely. Titan. Yes. Sugar Man. Yes. Okay. Malignant. Yes. Slumber Party Massacre. Hits the night house and antlers. And I don't think I talked about antlers. Um, antlers was a good time. I saw it in theaters. It wasn't as good as I wanted to be, but I had a, like a year or so wait on it. So I was waiting mm. on it for a long time and I did watch it twice. So I came back to it. It, the story is still good. The cinematography is beautiful. Um, I do like the monster, although there's a pinch of CGI that I don't really agree with, but mm-hmm. overall, like I recommend that story. And I feel like maybe other people might go because I'm not from a small town. Mine is. I mean, it might hit for other people because none of the people look like me. I ain't seen. I don't even think there's no black people in that movie. So, you know, it okay. couldn't really hit home. It's not a town. These people don't look like me. They're not really experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing. But it's still. I do feel like there's value in the story it's telling, even though I don't see myself in there. I liked it enough. Yeah. Okay. That's Antlers. I forgot to mention, but that was a movie that I wanted to check out too. So maybe we'll cover it on the show. I don't know. It sounds good. Um, my list for my 10 faves, I have talked about this before. Me making a list, it's always a moving piece. I'm glad it wasn't like this is my solidified list. This is just 10 movies that really stuck out to me for the past year. Um, that I that had the most rewatchability for me. Um, just to give you guys some context of where my list came from. Like Jazz, it's like I said, it's hard for me to do a like this is this um because it's hard for me to do that for like favorite movies of all time i always have moving lists because it's based off of how i'm feeling at that particular moment um there's probably one or two movies that for that example you would probably hear me really go hard for but everything else is like um movable so that's a particular less list um i really enjoyed spiral as we all know why spiral is on my list um jacob's wife is always on this list because girl i <laughs> It was a good fucking time. Werewolves Within has made the list. Um, rewatchability, Chef's Kiss. This is I just I I don't know what to tell you. Um, Superhost. Superhost was a good time for me. Um, it played on what you already know. Maybe you in an Airbnb. Maybe you know you're feeling a little anxious. Some wild shit happening. It's basically one of your worst nightmares while staying in someone else's fucking shared um, establishment. Like it's it's crazy. Um, Halloween kills because evil dies tonight. I don't give a fuck what you hoes got to say. Um, you can fight me outside. I don't give a fuck. Um, the movie was wild. The pace was out of control. They were doing a lot. So all of the things you're saying about it, yes, it's true. And that's why I like it. Don't care. It's chaotic. Just like any other Michael Myers film. It got us all excited. It got the girls talking. So really, who won? They did. Uh, Malignant. Another one. Like, I just... (laughs) You bitches was mad. And I was just like, wow. Free Gabriel. Um... I just, I really am super interested in trying to figure out, like, what's happening at the Simeon Research Hospital. Like, I would love to know more about what's happening in that backstory. Malignant is that girl. 
that's it. I can keep watching this movie on and on. Honestly, it might creep up onto one of my favorite movies list because it's so fucking wild. Like, it's just out of the control. And I know somebody's like, girl, it wasn't that. Yes, it was. Debate me, Ma. Um, Fear Street Trilogy, I'm going to throw all three of these movies into the slot because essentially they're one big story to me. It was just broken down into a piece. Um, so that was a good moment for me. And the medium was also a good moment for me in the past year. Um, that was a good time. Um, I, I really grow up, go up, excuse me, for Asian horror. And I, yes. Uh, and then I'm gonna wrap it up with Sugar Man. Because although I was upset about a few things that happened in that movie, that's another movie I would watch again. That's another universe I'm always invested in. And that's another kind of lore that's always gonna get my time. Um, and I just need to know if we're gonna see Mr. Dan the Robotar again, or if y'all can keep dangling this motherfucker in my face. The end. You know, I mean, I'm here for anybody with the hook and the bees. So <laughs> these are interesting lists because I'm like, ooh, ooh, are real different. I mean, there are, they do have like three or four movies. It's like, okay, these movies are the same, but we branched out. We branched out. Uh, what are, what's on y'all list out there? Like, let us know at grltspod at gmail.com. You can also let us know at girl that's scary on Instagram, the Twitter machine. You know, if you want to, inst- I mean, not on Instagram, if you want a Patreon, hey. you know, when you get the early access to this episode, you can let us know there or you can, you know, join the Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary we have bonus content and a lot of it's free you know if you want to pull in if you ain't got no coins to throw up and if you do you know we got a discord bonus episodes all kinds of Mm -hmm. bonus reviews and fun stuff like that rate five stars for five star chicks on spotify and mm -hmm, on on the itunes um you know pull up on us we want to know what what did y'all enjoy because i feel like there were so many movies to choose from and there's a few that i still didn't see because that list could change if I go back and see like wait a minute this movie was supposed to be on the list um you know let us know um because I'm interested let's start a dialogue bro let's do it (laughs) yes and until next time y'all bye Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.